0: that has been missing for the past few months i'm
1: cody i'm riley
0: and we are very glad to be coming to you live from immortal x Friends studios bet k- you
1: never thought you'd
0: hear from us again i wonder how many people did think we were gone
1: yeah, yeah. oh there's just another podcast that just <laughs> dropped off the face of the earth riley be
0: honest was there ever a time where you thought we were gone no me neither we were just
1: busy boys. We've just
0: been busy boys. Um, but we're back. We're excited to be back. It's um, it has it's been too long. I've missed it. I've missed it. Yep. Um, but here we are, uh, ready to ready to start chatting. But first, Riley, how, how are you? What have you been up to? What's been keeping Good, you dude.
1: busy? Yeah. Uh, so if you didn't know this already, we're both teachers. Yes. And uh, the spring semester is very, very busy for both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a baby. Cody has what? a... He also has a baby in a movie that he has been making for the last like year plus it's
0: it's a year from this coming friday
1: yeah yeah so he's been making a movie i have uh been keeping a baby alive
0: (laughs) even you've been been succeeding i've been really impressed
1: so far i might add otherwise you might not be hearing from me right now (laughs) um so yeah we've been busy boys but now summer's coming and we have a little more time on our hands. We
0: do. Yeah. So really exciting. We've been, I also feel like just so our listeners know our dedication, I feel like every, probably every Wednesday when new comics come out, it's been a text from one of us to the other. Like, Hey, you think you have time to record? And we always have really good intentions going into it Yeah, where we've thought, I think this is it. I think we're going to be able to. And then we get to Saturday or Sunday. We're like, I lied. Yeah. I forgot I had this. Yep. It's I just can't do it. Busy all the time. Um, I know a lot of listeners all over the world have also been asking what's the status of Ethan, our intern, because he's, he's been missing from the past several. Uh, Ethan is also alive, but Ethan is a young, active college student who is who's spreading the good news of our podcast. He is. I, I have found out. I um, give him credit for that. So he's he's spreading the news of our podcast. Ethan's around. Ethan is also just a busy boy with, uh, with college, with work, and with, uh, with shows. Ethan's a, Ethan's a performer. You could probably yeah. tell by his his lovely voice and his excitement for for the Little Mermaid, which I'm just – I don't know how I feel about, like, um, vision boards or, or putting positivity out there in the universe, but on our New Year's What Are Your Goals and Resolutions podcast, Ethan talked about how excited he was for the Little Mermaid mm. and how that story has always meant a lot. And since we did that podcast, <laughs> Ethan – has become Prince Eric in a local production of The Little Mermaid. So, wow, the secret is real. Ethan <laughs> Ethan made it into reality, so congrats. Congrats, Ethan. Maybe we should review that production of The Little Mermaid like we do at comics. That would be fun. Hey, guys, we're Mortal X Friends. We're taking a bit of a different swing today. We're going to talk about The Little Mermaid.
1: This feels like... Um... I haven't watched it in years, so I can't quote it, exactly what it is, but this feels like that moment where, uh, in the office, they Sweeney all Todd. go to see Sweeney Todd yeah. and Creed is in the lobby on like a payphone, like giving his like <laughs> yes. review, just like, That's right. just absolutely <laughs> just demolishing it and his review over the phone. It, it feels like us uh, doing that, uh, you know?
0: Oh man. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure, I'm sure it will be something, something yeah. special, but Um, That's what's going on. But something that we have not stopped while we've had to have our little break from actually recording is we've not stopped reading or watching uh, movies, TV shows, and, of course, comics. Yeah. Uh, So what we kind of wanted this episode to be, besides, like, a where you been, is just Riley and I kind of talking about what we've read, what we've been into. Um, We've done a few kind of cool comics-related events um, since since we last recorded as well. Um, so I think that's kind of it. Riley, what, what, what are some things that you've been reading since we last talked?
1: Um, well, the big one that both of us read that we could talk about a little bit is, um, uh, we have a local shop in the area called wonderland comics and yes. they were doing this cool, like sidewalk event where some, some local comic vendors, uh, set up little tents and tables and we're selling books and um they were doing this really awesome sale of like all their back issues um all their back issues were a dollar it was amazing and uh so we we each grabbed man 20 <laughs> like, books like 20 a lot books of a books yeah for you know for 20 to 25 bucks it was a really awesome sale um and so when we found out about that you know we each had two or three books in our hands and the guy was like I mean, this is all you guys are gonna want, you know. It's all the all the books back there are a buck, and we looked at each other and we're like, <laughs> "We'll be back,"
0: you know. My favorite part about this that I think he's underplaying is like Riley had his baby with him I while did. we were searching through yeah, comics. I had
1: the the baby on my chest, a la The Hangover. Um, yeah, she and so seemed we, to enjoy it. I, I think
0: she liked the the look, maybe she the did. pictures, um, yeah, maybe the local comic characters
1: as yeah. well. So we ended up, each of us grabbed just a huge stack of books for, you know, 20 to 25 bucks. It was great. Uh, so what we ended up doing is we pieced together the uh, the entire run of Jonathan Hickman's Secret Warriors. Yes, we did. Which was a blank spot for both of us. We had read everything else uh, that he's done at Marvel except for that. So, yeah, um, yeah. so we, we each read Secret Warriors, uh, issues 1 to twenty eight. Um, Sounds right, yeah. And had a pretty good time reading that.
0: We had a really good time. I think, um, yeah. Let's let's talk Secret Warriors for a minute. Because I don't know if we'll have a devoted pod to it. No. Um, Probably not. But Secret Warriors was awesome. For those that don't know, Secret Warriors uh, came right out of the Secret Invasion and kind of like Dark Reign storyline, where it's also an interesting time period for us because the first few issues is it just issue one? No, it's the first few. Right. Are co-written.
1: Are co-written, are co-written by, by Hickman and Bendis. And Bendis.
0: And so two two pillars uh, for Riley and me. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting to read now because there's definitely a kind of handing off of the baton of what the Marvel Universe turns into from Bendis era to Hickman era. And so it's, it's just kind of cool to see. It's kind of cool to see their same sensibilities, see Hickman grow. Yeah. As a writer, throughout the course of that series, and just kind of realize everything else that he was writing at the same time. But Secret Warriors was really cool.
1: It was really cool. Um, we have we had recently, uh, you know, if you are if you are keeping up with like a Hickman reading order, uh, generally speaking, it kind of flip flops between Secret Warriors first or his Shield series first. Uh, and we each read Shield in the last year. Yeah. Um, and so there were little little threads kind of woven through Secret Warriors where some stuff from S.H.I.E.L.D. would pop up, which would be really cool, and we'd be texting each other about it. Um, there was a, it was also really fun just like reading these in singles uh, because it was like a time capsule, and as we're flipping <laughs> pages, we're seeing ads for all of these all of these comic runs that we both really love. Uh, like wow like it's crazy to see like advertisements when this was coming out
0: ads you know? ads for a lot of comic runs but also some interesting ads of notes were there's a lot of uh join the military mm. ads and yeah. a lot of don't do drug ads which i don't think either of those are present mm-hmm. in in current comics which is interesting the ads definitely felt a little um a little older yeah like which you know <clears throat> good job our friends in the late 2000s for buying comics while being late high school and college age because now a lot of the comics even though when we're at the store it's it's adults buying it mm-hmm. it really is but a lot of the ads are like for lego for these video games for joining these versus what we just read which is kind of a bit mm-hmm. more of a mature mature era i feel like
1: yeah yeah it was a fun run um it was fun reading nick fury i don't think that i'd ever read a nick fury anything except for the original Original sin Sin. um i really loved the way he was written he had some really really badass moments throughout that run um very stoic a huge hard ass throughout the whole thing um but some of the characters were cool you know i know that there's not a whole lot of overlap between uh this run and agents of shield um but uh it was cool to see some of these characters and meet them for the first time um a few twists and turns along the way uh we got to see our buddy Gorgon play a huge role throughout that run which is fun yeah um a huge favorite of ours from the Kirkoan era right now
0: it's it's really fun seeing between S.H.I.E.L.D. and Secret Warriors just some pieces that Hickman was already playing with Mm. way back then and it's like just seeing the the Gorgon of it all, kind of the reference to the ancient shield, mm-hmm. and how that kind of tied to to present day and stuff that he's still exploring now with the the secret backstories of Apocalypse and of Gorgon and all of that, and just it's it's really cool. It's a it was a neat a neat unexpected read.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was that was how I felt about it too. Mm-hmm. I did I knew that I was going to enjoy it in some capacity, but I thought it was very fun. I also really liked um, seeing the first appearance of manifold yeah and then kind of knowing where he goes after this you know um it's like cool you know he creates his character puts him in this story and then you know uses him for so many cool things down the road uh which was very fun
0: what's what's interesting to think is like this was kind of a a handoff between bendis and hickman but you know thinking of manifold being used again like he's been used very prominently in uh Sword and mm-hmm. X-Men Red oh. by Ewing. Yeah. And so it almost is like well this was the era mm-hmm. of the handoff between Bendis to Hickman, a lot of the Cohen stuff post Ten of Swords was kind of the handoff of some of these same ideas and threads from Hickman to Ewing. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's almost like it's still going forward sure. in some different ways but it kind of all goes back to this, this legendary era for both you and I of yeah. kind of that, like new Avengers house of M secret invasion run yeah. so much of what we like comes out of that dark rain era. Like Hickman starts pretty much as a writer at Marvel during that dark rain era with mm-hmm. both of these, with this book and his fantastic four yeah issues.
1: Yeah. It was cool. You know, as you finish the final issue, you know, and there's, sometimes the letter in the back page and whatever, you know, it was cool to see uh, a letter from Hickman that says, you know, when, when Brian Michael Bendis hits you up on the phone and asks you if you want to write an espionage book with him, you know, like you, you say yes to that. Mm -hmm. You know, it was cool because, you know, it was like, a at least the two of them were collaborating on the story for the first chunk of issues. But then after a certain point, like Hickman just runs with it. Um, so it was, it was cool it was to see cool. the the passing of that baton, whether it was just, they worked out like a story concept together and then the execution was just Hickman by himself. Um, but there's, there's so many things. And obviously like we
0: love the Hickman run on the Illuminati with mm-hmm. new Avengers, but that that's a Bendis idea. Yeah. And so it's just like, it's, it's really cool because so many of the things that Hickman is now known for with kind of these like clandestine organizations Mm -hmm. and people operating from the shadows are present in this where they're I think the last arc is even called wheels within wheels yeah and it's just it's like that kind of sums up so many of his stories Mm -hmm. and like ongoing things but to see see him evolve even just during that run and knowing what he's doing at fantastic four at the same time and on shield at the same time it's really cool just seeing you know the Hickman classic is an issue ends and then we are not following those characters or that conversation for several issues. Yeah. And then finally it comes back and we see the reveal of what was going on or, or the other side of that conversation that, you know, happened off panel the first time we read it. And it was really, there's several really strong moments of that in shield.
1: Yeah, there is. Um, yeah, I think this, this, uh, this run just kind of scratched a particular itch for me mm-hmm. as, a uh, you know, when I when we have a sit down and we talk about the the slate of movies in the the cinematic universe, the Winter Soldier still kind of pops out to me as being one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, and this kind of had that same vibe. Um, you know, it, it, it's hard to say that the Winter Soldier borrowed too much from this. Like they're but extremely different. But it also totally did. But like, the the yeah. vibe is very similar and this this very much scratched the winter mm-hmm. soldier area for me.
0: Did you ever watch Agents of Shield or no? I did not. So it's it's very interesting looking at this as a time capsule in the same way that like a lot of the and I know we've talked about this before on here, like a lot of what the Marvel movies are trying to do right now are from the era when I started reading comics. Like mm-hmm. the the early like by starting reading like Buying regularly like the early 2010s Mm -hmm. right but the movies from the early 2010s were borrowing from the late 2000s like so just Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Winter Soldier like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has a brief mention of like Manifold Mm -hmm. it has Daisy Johnson and Yo-Yo and all of those characters just in a tv low budget version Mm -hmm. but it's like they're clearly interested in what's going on. The oh my gosh, what's the tentacle faced monster, Leviathan or mm-hmm. the Kraken or something yeah. from the beyond? Like he's in Shield, mm. like Hive, Hive, right? Like yeah. he's he's in there. So it's just like they were trying to do that, and it's so interesting because I had not read this yet, and mm-hmm. I had only started my Hickman Avengers journey at that point. But while I was watching Agents of Shield, little did I know like it was influenced by you know someone who's going to end up playing a very important part in our own entertainment creative lifestyle. Right. Um okay, so we read Secret we read
1: Warriors. read Secret
0: Warriors. Um all right, on the spot question, what is the definitive way to read Hickman's run now? What do you read first?
1: Um I think I think Shield first. I think first. Shield too. Yeah. yeah. Shield into Secret Warriors into I mean at this point you could do Fantastic 4 or you could go and do the ultimate stuff.
0: I think I think Shield Secret Warriors Fantastic 4 then Ultimates then Avengers New Avengers.
1: I might I might take the stand of disagreeing yeah. and reading Shield then Secret Warriors, then Ultimates. Okay. Because I think for me, I would read Fantastic Four and immediately want to go into Avengers New Avengers and Shield, or not Shield, I'm sorry, um, the Ultimate stuff. Yeah. Even though it's excellent and I love it, it, I feel like it would stand in the way of me getting to the Avengers stuff.
0: I think reading Ultimates before Fantastic Four I feel like you'll feel the letdown of the maker not showing up. Mm. I think that's one of my biggest gripes even about that run
1: mm-hmm. is that maker should have been around. A maker little. should
0: have been around. Maker should have been around or at least acknowledged. Mm. Um, and I don't know
1: a read that we, we don't, we don't speak of uh, the read. Something. We don't speak of,
0: or like there is this giant council and you have a guy who is the smartest of all and is about to be, I feel like, reading Fantastic Four and the high note that it ends on for Reed Richards. And it's it, this is the same argument that, you know, you can make about like the how to watch the the Star Wars series yeah. mm-hmm. where it's like, this is kind of the same way where it's like, do you watch episodes four, five, and six and then the prequels? Or do you watch in order or do you do the four, five, one, the two, four, three, five, six. The four, five, one, two, three, six version. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is that same argument where I feel like you read – fantastic four and then you read ultimates and then you see where reed richards is going in new avengers i feel like it kind of teases the idea of like oh no like could Mm. he become this version of himself
1: oh okay that's fun yeah versus
0: reading it before and then having him not show up in fantastic four is kind of like "Ah,
1: yeah i understand ah." Mm mm-hmm But also
0: doesn't matter. Just read it all. Yeah, I think (laughs) it's also just so good.
1: Yeah. Um. Okay. So what else? What else we've been reading? Um. Since we last talked. A few things. Um. One that we both could talk about a little bit is uh. Currently there is a Fantastic Four run coming out right now, written by Ryan North.
0: I think you're a little ahead of me in it by two issues, but.
1: Yeah, um, there's seven issues out of this thing, um, and we just kind of picked it up on a whim several months ago when issue one came out. Yeah. um, Partly because the Alex Ross covers are just amazing. They really are. Um, And they've been really enjoyable. They have been i've been enjoying myself with these books like you
0: you were on to it more than i was at first mm. i think you grabbed the first we both grabbed the first issue when it came out and you were you stuck with it yeah i've read the first issue and i'm like yeah i think i'm good i don't need to add this right now <clears throat> and um it was one of my weeks from I'm like i'm trying to cut back sure which meant that a few weeks later when you liked it i went and got all the issues and, <laughs> got, <laughs> and got up at the beach um but it's uh it's enjoyable it's so different yeah than than Hickman and it's it's really it was it was a nice flavor that I didn't know I needed for those characters Mm. I think I will always personally prefer a Hickman adjacent spin on the Fantastic Four but this is this has been really fun why why do you like it so much why do you think it's landed with you because I have a similar book that I'll talk about that I feel like is my Fantastic Four
1: um I think it's it's just it's really different from everything else that I've yeah. read and th- I still have many blank spots mm-hmm. like many 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 um but it's very like buoyant and just like um I really I like the character interactions of this thing where they're just like they're just people yeah. you know with powers just trying to figure out solutions to problems. It's and really stuff. human
0: yeah um Reed does not feel nearly as detached or isolated Mm -hmm. in the same kind of like philosophical intellectual god that he ends up feeling in a lot of Hickman's work Mm -hmm. um which is really interesting to see like you I think you understand the relationship between Sue and him yeah and and all of them with with Reed where I feel like sometimes that can be the missing piece Mm -hmm. um it is yeah, buoyant buoyant is a really good word for it. It's it's very light on its feet. Yeah. Um it manages to be pretty a uh, pretty episode of the week.
1: Yeah, and that's still, something that I like about it. Me too. Like I agree. Something that w- the conversation that has been dominating uh like any Marvel Cinematic Universe conversations that I've had with people lately is that like how much bigger can this get? You yeah. know what I mean in terms of like scale, hmm. you know? And so much of the stuff that I read is, like, intergalactic, like, everything dies, like, you know, whatever. And it's, you know, I love that stuff. Like, I do. But it's kind of nice that I'm not having to worry about, like, the universe ending and, you know, all these massive larger-than-life things happening. You know, it's kind of a just, there's this problem. Let's solve it, you know. And spoilers, like, you know, there's
0: an issue where Johnny Storm is fighting for, like, amazon worker rights basically yeah and can't use his powers because he'd be hurting a human and it's just that was a very fun read i think that's when it really switched for me mm-hmm. where i was like okay i get what's going on here i really like this mm-hmm. and Reed and sue trying to figure out the the doom town while yeah. trying to be trying to it's it's a very kind book
1: mm-hmm. it, it is a kind it's book.
0: <laughs> it's, it's very it, it has a lot of heart while still having You know, sci fi solutions Mm -hmm. with the heart.
1: Yeah. I've been really into the art as well. Like, throughout the uh, issue seven, is what's current at this point. Um, And throughout the first seven issues, there are multiple moments where Reed, especially, uses his powers in really crazy ways. Um, You know, you always see him using his arms to super stretch or something. But, he is turning his fingers into keys and just doing all of these kind of crazy things that like I hadn't seen before um the art has been really impressive for me uh I'm sorry I don't know the artist off the top I of my head it too, yeah. um but uh, yeah it's it's a really fun light read um I enjoy it yeah I do too I don't know that I'll pick it up forever yeah um, I'm
0: curious to see how long it goes I yeah. I think its sales are doing well I have only heard positive talk about it um, online in a different field which is also really fun because on the not even the flip side like with what you've been saying about where's the marvel cinematic universe going like one of the biggest complaints about this past phase and tv shows and we've talked about it on here before is like they all don't feel connected yeah but that was kind of fun to read a fantastic four series that doesn't feel like i have to be reading I already am but like i don't feel like i have to be reading Mm x-men or avengers or anything else to understand what they're going through yeah which is not always the case yeah um so my point and i don't think we've both been reading this but i think you really should and i mentioned it before is i've been reading uh jerry duggan's iron man Mm -hmm. um which i got because i'm a crocoan junkie and can't quit and as soon as i saw some covers that had uh, Orcus member Fae Long on it, and a Stark Sentinel. Mm-hmm. I was like, you will like obviously need to get this, but it has been another very light, buoyant book. Um, it's it's so different than other Tony Stark books that I've read, other Iron Man things that I've read. I've I have a really hard time caring about Iron Man as a character when he's not attached to making poor decisions mm-hmm. with the Avengers. Like that's that's my favorite, like arrogant iron man to read yeah but this is another one that has a lot of heart and another hero that can be really intellectually removed a lot of times trying to make amends for the things uh, just brief premise like he has no money he has one iron man suit fei long is in control of his company and he's being framed for a lot of things so that his stock prices can go even further down mm And he's it's so it's almost like a ticking clock of him trying to solve this mystery and like redeem his name Mm -hmm. while being adjacently connected to the X-Men. Yeah. So it's been similar, like kind of episode of the week with that ongoing narrative. But a lot of like one issue, he's like he's teaming up with Ironheart. The next one, he meets with Emma Frost. The other one is a flashback and, and Duggan does those. I think he does like flashback issues really well mm-hmm. um like he did that with uh, x-men devil's reign yeah it was like emma frost electric kingpin like that was that was great and so seeing him kind of get a full series to explore tony stark doing a retrospective but then how is that impacting him as like a almost like a post-capitalist book of like what are the sins that i have wrought through my war machines mm-hmm. that i did not take care of my company now someone else has it it's it's interesting it's it's a cool
1: it's a cool fun read that's cool yeah Yeah, i'm looking forward to reading that one
0: um what what else have you been checking out
1: um i just brought you um dark avengers yes uh from that same dark rain era of uh of the marvel comics universe from the early 2000s um i liked it yeah didn't love it um I think I liked the concept of it, you know, the the audacity of having, uh, you know, a world in which Norman Osborn is being given power and people think that that's a good idea. Yeah, Um, I think I'm very intrigued by the concept of it, Um, having a team of Dark Avengers that are not who you think they are kind of thing. If you're Mm -hmm. just a person living in this world, you know, you think that that's Wolverine, but it's not, you think that that's Hawkeye, but it's bullseye under the costume. Like that is a very intriguing concept, but I just didn't end up loving the execution. It just, um, I don't know. Like, I don't think it, it comes down to like the stories were bad or anything like that. It was just, I kind of, expected it to just be like almost um i expected to read it and feel the way that i felt while reading uh hellions by seb wells where it's just like all of these like misfits that are kind of like horrible in their own way and it's just like you're like laughing in in shock as all of these horrible things happen and that's kind of the vibe that i expected to get from this thing and you know it just uh I don't know it didn't really have the i guess i didn't feel the um the like the joy that i thought i'd feel reading it the way that i do when i I read Hellions. interesting you know yeah Um, just like laughing at the sheer chaos of it i think there was just some like joyful element that just didn't get there for me um but it was cool um it was another blank spot in that era um so having that filled and um, it was one of those, like, I enjoyed my time reading it, but I know that I'll probably not ever go back, go back to it. To it. Um,
0: I'm excited to check that out. That's that's one that has been a blank spot. I've read – I was realizing I've read a lot of tie-ins to the Dark Rain era, but mm-hmm. I've never read this. Um, so I'm really looking forward to checking it out. Yeah. So, okay. Um, I'm trying to think what else we, we have to talk about. I've been reading – My reading since we last got together has been really DC focused. Mm -hmm. Um, Leslie, my wife, she, she reads a lot of, not a lot, but like most of her pools are DC. Mm -hmm. Um, Like she reads a lot of uh, Wonder Woman. Anytime there's like a DC crossover event, she's usually checking that out as well. Um, Our library, I know I posted pictures a while back, but it's like, I have a big Marvel section, but I also have a pretty, big dc section too at Mm -hmm. least of like the stuff that i really like so i kind of caught up on the past few years of some dc events that i just kind of slept on Mm -hmm. um so there's a few interesting ones it's also very interesting to read these a little later in kind of response to what marvel was doing at the same time Mm -hmm. uh, which i was more familiar with and so there's there's this big one called dark knight's death metal okay have you heard of this nope So, Dark Knight's Metal came out the first time, and it's there's a lot of Batman, end-of-the-universe shenanigans, and basically the Dark Multiverse comes into our world, and there are Batman variants that are basically all evil versions of if Batman was the Flash, if Mm -hmm. Batman was Doomsday, if Batman was Aquaman, and they just wreck everyone, Mm -hmm. Um, but... After that problem solved, there's another run a little later called Dark Knight's Death Metal where essentially these same bad Batman kind of create their own um, battle world from Secret Wars. Mm -hmm. And so it was was interesting reading kind of the DC Secret Wars book, Mm -hmm. and I did not read essentially the uh, Avengers New Avengers equivalent leading up to it. I just read this Dark Knight's Death Metal and was I could still follow it. But it was it was a lot. It was a lot to handle. And it sure. definitely made me laugh because we've, this is fun. We can talk about this as well. We have both since purchased the Jonathan Hickman Avengers Omnibus. Mm-hmm. And I updated my Secret Wars to a hardcover. So now I have that whole collection in nice pristine copies, which meant that I took my older books to, to school so that students could read. Mm-hmm a kid saw secret wars and picked it up without reading anything else. Mm. And I was like, Hey man, like, what do you think? Oh yeah. You know, this book's really cool. I'm like, I know it's mine. Oh yeah. I'm like what is happening right now? I don't know. <laughs> and, and yeah, it was just, it was very funny to see someone. And I think he was on the page where, um, the heroes are emerging from like the life raft mm-hmm. for the first time. And, He's already gone through pages of like the Thors and the Barons oh, yeah. and all of that, and I'm like, well done to this 14 year old who is trying to plow ahead. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of what it felt like reading this, where I'm like, I'm yeah. not, I have not read the tie-ins, I've not read the lead-ups, um, but I read, so I read some DC. I read that. I know last time I really talked about Tom King's Batman. Um, I've since also purchased um, Scott Snyder's entire run. Scott Snyder wrote both these events. So I'm excited to now hopefully lead, read that buildup. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I've been reading that. I finished um, uh, Tom King's run on the human target as well, which is a very fun book. Um, Definitely kind of in the same noir category that a lot of his work has been in. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I just arrived today, the miles Morales ultimate Spider-Man omni so excited to check that out but that's, yeah. that's kind of that's kind of what i've been reading it's it's been a it's been kind of a slow a slow season mm-hmm. so
1: yeah i think the last ones for me uh i got into a robert kirkman kick for a little while and so i read the entirety of the walking dead um which i did a full episode on that'll yeah, come out at some point it will
0: i have it and uh
1: <laughs> yeah and really enjoyed that and then just wanted to keep going with that so i reread all of invincible did you reread all of it i did and yeah and i still love, still it. love it it's still the greatest comic in the universe <laughs> as the 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 sub line or whatever on the covers was, would say
0: was there anything in your reread that hit you differently than than? have you is this your third time rereading it no okay, just the second Just the second
1: um i don't know if there was anything that hit me differently i just like the the enjoyment of it was still there like the first time reading through it when you're just like i can't put this down because it's just so fun to read it just that same vibe it was still there that's cool you know so uh because of that i'm like i'm upgrading my my beat up paperbacks to the hardcover compendiums that i'll keep and nice um yeah this i love those I love those books those though. books are awesome yeah they're super um, good The Walking Dead was great too um I really enjoyed a ton of stuff about that um and the, in a different episode you can hear all the things yeah. that I liked about that but that'll be fun for you to read as well sometime I'm, that, I'm really excited to huge, check that out it's so huge big chunk of it's issues. so big yeah somebody sold me all four compendiums for 50 bucks that's amazing and it, like 193 issues or something for 50 bucks so yeah. yeah oh yeah for sure a so. lot to read, a lot to read. Yeah. Um All right. So let's yeah. end this thing with like what is the next thing that you're gonna read that you're looking forward to? Uh or what's what are a few things that are on the list for you right yeah, now? Yeah, for me
0: I the next the next big things that I really want to start checking off. Um really excited to reread uh, Miles Morales, Ultimate mm-hmm. Spider Man. Have not read that since uh really since pre Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to read that. Excited to obviously excited for Spider-Verse coming out this yeah. week. So very, very much looking forward to getting kind of present for that. Um I have Scott Snyder's two Batman uh, Omnis mm-hmm. <laughs> that are that are very thick. Um that I am I'm am excited to read. Um read through. That's that's definitely the top of my summer reading pile. Yeah. Um I I also really want to do a uh, a Hickman reread of, yeah,
1: of of all of it of all
0: of it. Now that it's all here, and I think definitely going to get Secret Warriors when that comes out mm-hmm. this this fall. But really looking forward to rereading that, especially with Ultimate Invasion yeah. and Gods starting, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll we'll probably talk about that in another pod very soon extensively, um, <laughs> I'm sure. But I think. I'm definitely feeling the ultimate invasion fever, especially. And so I'm um, looking forward to, to reading and getting caught up on that. So I think, I think those are, those are probably my, my big, big rereads. I've also been really craving, wanting to reread, um, immortal X-Men and X-Men mm-hmm. red, uh, yeah. especially now that we're about, we're over, we're over a year into mm-hmm. each of those books and a lot, a lot's happening and a lot's still happening. And we're kind of preparing for the, for the fall of X. So I think, yeah. I think those are on my horizon and uh, dark Avengers, which you just gave me along yeah. with catching up with kind of my weekly, my weekly pools. But that's, that's kind of where going on. Um, I think at the end of the summer, uh, immortal Hulk yeah. comes out by Ewing. Mm-hmm. Very, very excited to, to read really the book that put our guy on the map. Sure. In a way that kind of like how secret warriors was a blind spot. Like that's a blind spot for me. I really don't know what happens in that book. Yeah. But I know people love it. Mm-hmm. So what about you?
1: I think this summer is going to be a heavy Marvel unlimited summer for me. Nice. Um, I think I just have the urge to check out a lot of things that are blank spots for me. Um, you know, as I said, it, I have certain writers, Bendis, Hickman, aaron you know a few others that like i've read the things that they're most famous for or whatever um but there's still a lot out there that i haven't checked out especially stuff that isn't well received like part of me is really curious to like go and read like axis yeah um and things like (laughs) secret empire and just some stuff that like is out there that i know wasn't the greatest received yeah um, but I just, I don't, you don't know. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited. I think um,
0: that might be a really fun episode this summer is like hot takes yeah about these different events. I love a good thing. Or like
1: read, read an event that wasn't received very well and then discuss how you would have changed it. To yeah.
0: Or if you liked you. it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe, maybe I'm, I think access is the greatest thing that's I'm, ever been. I think written.
0: that's what I'm really excited about because sorry to interrupt you, but like When I read original sin and Mm -hmm. was like, this is cool. I really like this. You read original sin and you loved it. Yeah. Like you you were like, this is great. Like it's, you bought that in hardcover Mm -hmm. like right after. And so I think that was really fun for me to realize, Oh, okay. Like there's some different takes going on, which Mm -hmm. is really fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably just checking out some events that I, you know, I, I might not love, but I haven't, for instance, read, um, empire uh just the x-men tie-in issues oh yeah yeah um so stuff like that i I have that if you Um, want to borrow it yeah so uh those those sort of things i think um shidi's on art for that i've been uh i've been interested in rereading um i just lost my train of thought i think i want to reread some of saga okay um probably I have the compendium, but probably just like the last like 10 or 12 issues that lead into the stuff that's currently coming out. I have an issue with saga just that, like I'm buying that one monthly and it's really hard to remember what happened last issue. And so I have to like reread the previous issue before I reread the new one. And it's like, ah, I feel like I just need to kind of get myself back on track with that one. Um, yeah there's a couple other things um there have been some uh some like image comics that have sounded really interesting that i think i might look into um i've heard a lot of people talking about radiant black right yeah. now um so a couple other things that i think are non-marvel uh, mm-hmm. that would be fun um we should finally read decorum this summer we should read decorum you've been yeah. sitting on that for a while yeah i have um
0: yeah some stuff
1: like that i think uh x-men red i've i've been wanting to reread that so yeah just some stuff like that i think nice secret invasion has been on my list as well before the show comes out yeah
0: i'm looking forward to that i'm looking forward to that more than i thought and this might just be the marvel marketing machine again like working yeah but it was one where these past few trailers Mm -hmm. and just kind of the the tone and feel of it and probably coming off of I guess this is the time to say, we both really enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. We did. Like, a lot. Yeah. Um, I think I even joked with you, like, it's kind of the X-Men Red of uh, of Marvel movies, mm-hmm. just with the balance of humor, heart, and, like, wow yeah. moments in space. Um. But I'm excited for Secret Invasion as well. Um. Have you been watching anything else? Anything good? No. Nope, Not I really. I really have been watching anything. The last no. thing I think you really loved that you watched was Last of Us. Yeah. Which was really cool. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it a lot. Me too. Um, good. Currently, I'm watching, have you heard of Mrs. Davis? Mm-mm. So Mrs. Davis is by Damon Lindelof mm-hmm. from Leftovers and Watchmen and Lost and all that. And it is about a, there's an AI that everyone in the world like listens to through a headpiece. Mm-hmm. And there is a nun who does not want anything to do with it and is tasked by this ai to go search for the holy grail Mm. and it's very fun and so we're we're watching that right now with the group that we usually watch house of dragon and last of us and all those with so that's been a it's been a cool cool watch yeah so um yeah i guess uh we'll be back soon and more regularly we're we're excited for for a summer of of comics i know that's (laughs) riley and i when we talked before this like we both have time to read this summer which is something that i hope ends up being real yeah um but i know we have a lot to read and a lot to a lot to talk about so stay tuned we're back baby we're back thanks for hanging with us (laughs)